What's most important to you? For me, is I, I don't want to have come to the end of my career and have any regrets. So I want to be the best I can be. I've said before, I'd never say I'd stay at Spurs for the rest of my career. I'd never say that I'd leave Spurs. I'm, I'm, I'm at that stage where you could say, you know, people might look at it as, oh, he's desperate for trophies, he needs trophies. I still, I still feel like I've got almost another career to play. I've got seven, eight years, kind of what I've had so far in the Premier League. So I'm not, I'm not rushing anything. I'm not desperate to, to do anything. But yeah, I just want to be the best version of me. On this week's episode of PLMPJ's Kane Changing Kits. Welcome back to the only Premier League podcast with a dress code. Jammies. Jammies. J-A-M-M-I-E-S. Yep, the councilman Jeremy Jammies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jake, we only have one topic this week. Wow. This is, a, this is a new thing for us. Have we ever only had one topic before? I feel like we must have. I feel like we must have. I could go back and look, but I'm not going to. I could go back and look, but I'm not going to. Wow. Guess, wow. guess we're in the same boat. Guess we're in the same boat. Without a paddle. Without a paddle. Don't. Just stop. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, um, we will get into that very riveting topic Yeah. about a prolific striker or leader. If there's ever a topic to have just one topic. Sure. 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 But before we get into that, Jake, you're right. We do have a match week to talk about. That's usually... My department. Oops. Oops. Um, starting Tuesday, May 11th. And I'm going to go through these kind of quick because we have a lot. Leicester beat Man United 2-1. Southampton beat Crystal Palace 3-1. On Wednesday, May 12th, Arsenal beat Chelsea 1-0. On Thursday, May 13th, Liverpool beat Manchester United 4-2. And Aston Villa and Everton had a 0-0 draw, a stalemate, if you will. I will. On Friday, May 14th, Man City beat Newcastle 3 Four to three in a thriller, and very back and forth. Mm-hmm. A lot of goals. Love to see it. Reminds me of the start of the season when there were just a ton of goals in every single game. Yeah, yeah. And then Saturday, May fifteenth, Leeds four, Burnley nil, Southampton three, Fulham one, and a West Ham Brighton draw of one one. And then on Sunday, May sixteenth, Crystal Palace beat Aston Villa three to two. Spurs beat Wolves 2-0. Liverpool beat West Brom 2-1. And the most outrageous last-minute winner you've ever seen. Which we'll talk about. We'll talk about it. And then, finally, Sheffield won Everton nil, And quite a surprising result, you have to say. The end of Everton's European dreams, I would say. At least... Europa League. Maybe that seventh spot is up for grabs. Eh, no, they're probably they're probably out of it. They crumbled like a sweet muffin <clears throat> at the end of the season. You hate to see it. it rather like a stale muffin. Stale muffin. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Was that crumbled? Um, no. Would it not? It just kind of stay together. It's I like guess, it's, yeah, it's no, like you're right. so hard. Sweet muffin. Yeah, like sweet muffin. muffin. Yeah. Ooh. Yum. I would be hungry if we just didn't have a frozen pizza. But it was good. 
It was good. It was really, and only ten dollars. Only ten dollars. A steal. But Brent, yeah, um, some surprising results for sure. Um, Liverpool last minute winner, probably the biggest in the top six oh, slash yeah. four race. Their European, well, rather Champions their Champions League, League. Dreams alive. alive. Yeah. Um, West Ham drawn to Brighton, not great. Um, obviously, we talked about Everton. Spurs winning uh, keeps them in a uh, yeah in contention for the top six. Yeah. Um, officially eliminated along with West Ham um, from top four contention. Yeah. So it's between Liverpool, Chelsea, and Leicester for those final two spots. Uh, but Brent, uh, how did our fantasy team do? It's funny you should mention that, Jake, because oddly enough, I haven't pulled up already. No way. And if we got forty points this week. And 38 was the average. So we are continuing to be above average. Not not the highest scoring week you have ever seen, but highlighted by Stuart Dallas and Ailing. Mm-hmm. Leeds both having six points. Walker Peters having five. Our captain Bamford only had two points with the captaincy. So we had one point doubled the two. Yikes. Huff, Kane had eight. It's every time we remove the captaincy, Brian, right. he performs. Tough. And, you know, I'll, 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 take, I'll, I'll take that. You know, it's, that's on me. It is. Uh, but we are above average still, and as we've said many a time. Love being above average. As well as because this week is just a little bit off with the midweek games. Mm-hmm. We are currently above average for the current match week, but we have 27 points and the average is 18, and we'll see what happens as the rest of the match week goes, but Patrick Bamford has 12 points. Just in his own game. That's fun. Yeah. Cool. That's all I've got for you. All right. Well, we can move right along to uh, select group of players stop me if you've heard this before stop you've heard it before yeah but a, a new shout out this week a new shout out in honor of the team of the week which is our new whiskey our new whiskey uh old elk yes uh which is distilled in fort collins colorado so hey, you know we're in colorado just like an hour north of here yeah um, and we are sipping it for some... Brent, I have not... Oh, we didn't do a, a cheers. We didn't. We usually do a cheers. Want to do it now? Sure. The, to the pod. To the pod. And it's my first sip of the distilled it. whiskey. So it's a much improved... Oh, that's good. That's very smooth. ...of the other whiskeys that we've had. I mean, sure. this is... We had a bad streak. We had a bad streak. That's good whiskey, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that is very drinkable. More on the lighter alcohol sure. scale. Only, what was it, 44%? Yeah, um, 43, so I think. very easy to drink and, frankly, more safe, you know? More safe. More safer. <laughs> more safer. But, Jake, that's not necessarily our sponsor, but it nope. was worth shouting out yeah. for the Team of the Week, which, if, correct me if I'm wrong, there was a goalie in this Team of the Week. There was a goalie. Um, let me set the scene for you, Brent. Thank you. West Brom won, Liverpool won. Okay. Extra time. Yeah. Clock winding down. Trent Alexander-Arnold goes to the corner to set up his corner kick. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That's, <laughs> that's exactly how I would picture it. Allison Becker, Liverpool's goalie. Right. The Brazilian. The Brazilian. Comes up for what could be one of the final kicks of the game. Yeah. Um, we see this not often, but, you know, it happens. Game, sure. Especially. I guess in this point in the season, they were just kind of going for it. And they have to. you, you have, have to applaud them for that. 
the cross comes in. Or the, I can see it now. The, the corner comes in. Nat Phillips sticks out his head, misses it. But who is there leaping like a salmon? Salmon. Allison. Yeah. It's Alice Salmon. Al Alice Salmon. Gets good contact on it. Puts it in the corner. That's game. 2-1. Jake, it was a striker's quality finish. It was great. It was fantastic. Fan-freaking-tastic. And not only that, it was the first goal scored by a Liverpool goalkeeper in their entire history. And the first and the first headed goal by a goalie in Premier League history. Yeah, that's astounding. So, Jake, it, we give this story because... Because he had two saves. Right. <laughs> and that goal, which uh, led him to be our goalkeeper in the team of the week. And one of those saves also was on a one-on-one breakaway near the end of the game. Sure, yeah. And he did save that. So Good for him. Two big moments at the end of the game. Cool. Jake, you know, so, you know who also had some big moments? It's a, Please, and, and I tell realize, me. You know, you're used to this. You know, we have some defenders, we have some midfielders, we have some forwards. Mm-hmm. But a defender, Mitchell from Crystal Palace, getting a goal and an assist, as well as four dribbles, you just simply don't see it. Someone you don't hear of often doesn't get a lot of starts. Oh, yeah. Tariq, yep. I believe was his name, Mitchell. Spelled interestingly. Yeah. I'm not going to no. spell it now. Yeah, but a goal assist four clearances. Then we had Trent Alexander-Arnold from Liverpool who had the assist on that Allison mm-hmm. beauty. The uh, aforementioned. Okay. Nice. Uh, he also had five key passes and two dribbles. We then have Robinson from Sheffield United who had one assist, six clearances, and two dribbles out of the right centre-back position. And then we have Byrne from Burnley. No. What? Brighton. Sad. Huh? I wrote down Burnley. Sad. Yeah. I, you know what's funny about that is, as I said Burn, I was like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Burnley, like this is gonna be so. Funny. I wonder if you wrote down Burnley just because his name's Burn. I bet I did. Yeah. Uh, Brighton. Either way, yeah. From Brighton, six clearances, five interceptions, and three dribbles. Great game. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Would have been. And it was a uh, clearance off the line was one of those clearances. Yeah, and maybe he'll get a transfer to Burnley <laughs> just to make the pun accurate. Just, and then you'll say, Brent, just, you are ahead of the game. Just for the giggles. Yeah. I would love that. Not for talent. No, no. definitely definitely not. Um, it's only his first inclusion in the Team of the Week all, all yeah. uh, season. But Brent, uh, I appreciate you going over those defenders. Um, is there a midfield that I could fill? Oh, there is. I just found it. Um, can you cover the midfield? Because I forgot to write down the stats. Oh, you're kidding. I not. I wish G- I were. G. G. I have Torres's. <laughs> Jack Harrison from okay. Leeds. One goal, two assists, four key passes, and one... I can't believe you're right now. One dribble. Hoybier from Tottenham. One goal and one assist. Nice. Solid from a CDM. For, first time when it's in Premier League career. And then Torres from Man City. Three goals, two dribbles, one key pass, and zero stats written down by Jake Casey. <laughs> That's the one I wrote, wrote down was Torres. I could have done Hoybier off my noggin because I watched that game. I, you look like idiots right now. I, I said Burnley <laughs> instead of Brighton. You don't have any stats written down. Jake, please tell us who are the forwards because my voice is dry. I need to sit this. Please. Um, Gabriel Jesus from Man City. One assist, four dribbles, and 94% pass accuracy. Bad. Great, great game. We'll... No, okay, not good. Um, someone that was good, possibly, we'll get Brent's opinion. Uh, Wolf Zaha from 
Crystal Palace, one goal, three key passes, and five dribbles. No, not, no. not good. Oh, no, my goodness. Rodrigo leads two goals as a sub. It's only in 32 minutes. That's more impressive. Okay. That's more up my head. That's what piqued yeah. Brent's interest. I like um, those super subs. Yeah, you know, for sure. Ollie, your, your, your manager is right. a super sub. So. Nice. Um, well, Brent, I... That's a sign at Old Trafford. Got you. Like no, I, I got you. Yeah. I am sorry that I, I did not write down all the stats. That's on me. Look, and I apologize to Dan Byrne for saying <laughs> the wrong team. Misrepresenting him. I hope his agent doesn't come after us for some... You know, so we're getting sued. Yeah. Nothing to do with copyright it's issues. Time. <laughs> it's been coming for a while. Um, but yeah, those are 11 players um, in our team of the week that we selected. Yep, he's counting on his fingers. And he got the five, six, seven, eight. Stuck on eight, nine. 10. Well, I missed the I 10. Nine. Okay. Uh, we're just going to say it was 11. Yeah. Uh, but Brent, I guess we can move on to the real meat of this yeah. meal. And potatoes. Yeah, there's some... Uh, let, me, let me check. There's some spurs, not spuds, actually. Oh, but it's close. Close. Yeah. <laughs> that is a term that uh, rival fans use. Oh, spuds. For spurs. Spuds, yep. Okay. Do you want to cake us off, or do you want me to, to run with it? Jake, I, I have a feeling you're going to have quite a bit to say. No, definitely not. So Never I, heard I of the guy. I say Sky Sports is reporting that Harry Kane has once again gone to Daniel Levy and said, I would like to leave Tottenham in the summer for a fellow Premier League team. He wants to stay in England. And yikes. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not like it hasn't been coming. Allegedly, he wanted to do the same last year, was convinced by Jose to give him a year. Uh, to try to convince him to stay. Clearly didn't work out with Jose Mourinho. Clearly didn't work out with Harry Kane. And I guess, Jake, the question is, do we think he'll actually leave? Or even more so, will Levy let him leave? Right, so a lot to unpack here. Yeah. Um, let me grab my suitcase. <laughs> nice. I... I don't want him to leave, Brent. Shocking. Yeah. As a Spurs fan, you do not want him to leave. Right. He's going to Arsenal. I don't... In, in the deep crevices of my heart... They're there. They're there. I don't believe he will. Okay. I'm suspicious of these reports that he went to Dan Levy. I will say the only thing that probably rings true of any of those statements is that he asked to stay in England. Yeah. I think that checks out. I think he's a family man. He doesn't really want to move his family yeah. to another country. Um, I don't know. I Obviously, I'd be devastated if Kane were to leave. Will Levy let him? Not for a deal. It's got to be a yeah. pretty outrageous price, um, somewhere between 120 to 150 million pounds. Um, which, as we kind of talked about in that one episode about Man City kind of losing money during the pandemic, that people don't have a lot more to spend this year than they usually do. So I think it'd be tough for anyone to meet that asking price that Dan Levy is um, asking. I guess, I mean, we can't say that he is. We don't know sure. that it's for sure that Kane has talked to him about it. Ryan Mason was interviewed about it didn't seem to know much or at least was playing dumb about it um so it 
it's tough to say if these are even true reports. I I wouldn't blame him if I were in his shoes because, you know, hasn't won anything at Spurs and probably won't. <laughs> yep. That's just being... At this rate. I mean, yeah. they missed their chance this season. Yep, and just being re- realistic about it. Um, I don't know, Brent. I, I could go on for a while about my personal feelings about it, but... Give us a quick insight. Quick insight? Sad. Um, if true, sad if true. Sad if true. <laughs> Not to be confused with big if true. Big if true. Um, yeah, my first emotion is sad, and I don't think even with that money we gain from selling him, we're going to find a decent replacement. I don't think we will. I yeah. think we'll try to spread it out like we did with the bail money and end up with LaMelo and Erickson, and that's just not good enough. Yeah. So what, do you, what are your thoughts as a, like an, an outsider fan? You're, not a, you're somewhat neutral. So my first instinct would be to answer the first question posed, or right. the second question posed. I don't think Dan Levy will necessarily let him leave. I do, however, think that Kane wants to leave. And yeah. my, my position on this is I don't think he would have gone to Dan Levy and said this if there hadn't already been some prior conversation with another team saying, we're going to make this happen, or we have the funding, we will pay what it needs to take. Because he does have so long on his contract. I, I think this comes from a place of substance. That he's clearly, or his agent, either he or his agent, have had conversations with a club. And he feels confident enough to go to Dan Levy and say, I want to leave. Mm-hmm. To another Premier League team. Um, that being said, I don't think he goes to Real Madrid. They have no money. It's come out, they've said that. I don't think he goes to PSG. I don't think he wants to play in France. I don't think that the PSG board, if you think about it as they're trying to build their team, first off, do they have the money to spend with financial fair play? Right. And second, if they're going to strengthen their team with 120 to 150 million euros, they'd probably spend it on their defensive midfield. That's where they need the help. Neymar and Mbappe is enough going forward. Yeah, they're fine. So I don't think he goes to either of those teams. And that basically leaves me when I think of the reasonable teams that you could go to, Man City, Chelsea, and Manchester United. I think he's loyal enough to not go to Chelsea. Right. Because of the London... Derby. Yep. Rivalries. Yep. And I, I don't think he goes to Chelsea, despite Chelsea, I could see them absolutely pushing for him and trying to get him. But even if they could, I just don't see Kane being that type of person to go there, which leaves Manchester United and Manchester City. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer today said he won't rule out buying another striker when he was asked in an interview. Personally, as a Manchester United fan, I don't want him to go to Manchester United. I want to have that money spent elsewhere. I realize this is one of those rare opportunities where you can buy a top three striker in the world. I think that it's better to build the team than it is to buy one player. And that basically leaves Man City, who now are playing without a striker. And... Well, if he went there, they would be pretty unstoppable. Man City don't spend 100 million plus pounds on players. They don't, historically. That's just not how they operate. But they could. But they could. They have the money to. They just haven't yet. Right. And again, they don't need him to win. They show that this, this season, year, yeah. especially if they win the Champions League. So it almost makes you feel like maybe there's somebody that I haven't considered that could be in form, and what it makes me think is maybe Liverpool. Southampton. Yes. Oh, Liverpool. Brighton. 
No, Liverpool is something that I've been thinking about where... Bobby's been underperforming. Bobby's underperforming. They need to mix things up with their front three. I think they've been together too long. After this much time, like, they gelled well together for a very long time. Very, they produced incredibly. Sure. A ton of goals. But I could see a Mane, a Firmino, or a Sala leaving at the end of the season because that it's a business at the end of the day. They're not performing. And with the sale of one of those players, the funds that would be accrued, Liverpool didn't have to spend that much this past summer to make their transfers. They do have the money. I wonder if that's where he could maybe have his offer from. I will say, in my one season I played on FIFA career mode, I took the job at Liverpool because they had Kane as a striker in the future. So that's not a terrible guess, Brent. Um, I haven't seen anybody talking about it. Right. It it has been those three teams you've mentioned, Chelsea, Man City, Man United. I just feel like, for, for the reasons I gave to you, it doesn't make a lot of sense, especially with Manchester United just re-signing Cavani to a new contract. Uh, I think they're kind of counting on the $65 million Holland deal, maybe getting in on that race in a year's time when his release clause comes into effect. That's all it is when it comes into effect? Oh my goodness. And so that's why Manchester United allegedly <clears throat> will not sign it. Makes sense, yeah. Um, so, so, if they're going to test their luck in that, I could see Liverpool being the dark horse team that picks up Harry Kane. He wants to win. He wants to win titles. And you look at recent history, Liverpool is that team. Obviously, Manchester City's had a lot of success as well. We'll see if they win the Champions League final. Maybe that skews the decision. But again, they, they don't need Harry Kane. What they need is they, maybe another midfield person. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, for a rotational player. They have... He was, you know, getting old. They, you know, a player to get in... They have De Bruyne, Gunwan, and Rodri. I know, but okay. but with how Pep likes to rotate his squad and get multiple people... Sure. Over, obviously, Foden's going to get more time next year. He's doing great. Right. Sterling, Mares. I mean, they do not need <clears throat> Harry Kane. If they get him, they're unstoppable. But they don't need it. And right. will they spend the money? I don't think so. I don't think he'll go to Chelsea, though he would be the perfect signing for Chelsea. Chelsea is a world-class striker away from winning the Premier League, winning the Champions League, I believe. I just think that maybe there's this dark horse Liverpool option that nobody's really talking about. I can't see him at Chelsea. I agree. I can't see him at United. I could see him at City, although obviously it would break my heart. Um, Can I question. just say real quick yeah. As a United fan If I was a Spurs fan And he left Tottenham Trying to win trophies And went to Manchester United I would be pissed Because what right. Manchester United done In the past decade A Europa League A League Cup Right you know, I mean, No I get that I, I would be pissed as a Spurs fan um, If he went to United I don't know um, Liverpool I don't see it happening Just you know In my good conscience and thinking sure. I, don't want I don't want to happen yeah. but I'm kind of torn um, obviously I don't want him to leave but if he were to leave I don't know if I want him to stay in England or to go to a big club outside sure. so I didn't have to see him play us twice a year he wants to break Shearer's record that's what I was thinking so I'm thinking he's not going to leave the Premier League right. 
Um, but he's also got some more records at Tottenham. He could break. Right. So maybe he stays. Mm-hmm. Always the optimist. Yes. I think. I don't know. I, I deep down in my bones. Yeah. And you can quote me on this in the summer when okay. he makes his decision after the Euros. Jake, can I just say whenever he makes his decision because he wants it to be done allegedly before the Euros. Before this, the Euros. This is gonna be the quip for our episode. Whatever. You're Absolutely. Okay. Um, you can hold me to this. Harry Kane will not leave Tottenham this summer. Okay. This summer being 2021. Yeah. But Brent, I, I, I truly think it's all rumors. Okay. I think, I mean, it's been coming up in the past because Sky Sports has a slow news day. Um, this one was a bigger one uh, with more reports. The Athletic. Sure. Sky. No, you don't have to list them all. I, I know. Um, I think either it's not true or even if it is, Dan Levy is such a stingy bastard right. that he's not going to let Kane leave yep. for a reasonable price. Okay. And there's not anyone out there that can afford him right now. No, I In his opinion. Jake, I think that's fair. But let's say worst case scenario for you as a person. Yeah. He does leave. Does that lead other Spurs players, primarily human son, yeah. to leave as well? Does, does this start kind of a crumble? Domino effect. Yeah. Sure. Where does uh, it leave Spurs? Where does it leave Spurs? It leaves Spurs with a big gap. We can't play consistently long-term without that main man up yeah. top. They, they become an instantly a mid-table team with no replacements. I think. I wouldn't say mid-table. I would say definitely top 10 still. Well, that's, I mean, mid, mid-table. Well, if you're 10, you're mid-table, I guess. So 9? 9, I wouldn't... Eh. 11, 12, I mean, around their mid-table team. Sure. But it's like, I wouldn't call Everton, Aston Villa, Arsenal mid-table. I would just call them fringe. Sure. Okay. We'll call them Outside fringe. Outside top six. Outside top six, sure. Um, with no replacement, which that would be astonishing if we sold him the summer and didn't get yep. anyone. Um, if that were the case and what we re-signed Vinicius, we have him up top, son, um, what, Sesson Young comes back from loan. We have Bergwijn as an option. And then less so... We have Lamella, Lucas, and then Deli slotting behind uh, uh, no one, number 10, or number 9. But um, I don't know, Brent. I, I don't want to think about that. I don't think it will. Mm, it might happen. You're right. No, you're right. I don't think he leaves and we don't get a replacement. We sure. need a replacement. Who that might be, knowing uh, Hitchin, who is our scout person who picks the players and then Dan Levy who doesn't like to deep uh, reach deep into his pocketbook it's going to be someone from a mid-table team in the Premier League or some foreign guy that's never proved himself even that much at his own club and we're going to struggle and it's going to be a down three years and then we might have a bounce back but If we don't sign a top-tier striker after Kane leaves, we 
will finish outside the top seven, I'd say. No, I, and I tend to agree with Jake. And I guess the biggest thing for me is if Son, if they don't get more replacements, if that makes Son leave as well, I think would really be the downfall for the team. But look, at the, at the end of the day, it's all speculation. You're right. He may go nowhere. He may go absolutely nowhere. And we don't know what the future brings, but we do know what the next match week brings, Jake. I do. Final the match final. Week of the season. Super Sunday, as some may refer to it. That's how I like to refer to it as. Brent, I'm going to tell you the time, and I'm going to tell you the day once. And it's the same for all of them. The day is Sunday, May 23rd. Sabbath. The Sabbath, if you will. The Lord's Day. 11 a.m. Eastern. Yep. The following games are occurring all at the same time. Just how this ordering works out. The first game is Leicester City, Tottenham. Spoiler alert, Leicester lost to Chelsea today, so this game is huge. Absolutely massive. Jake, I think Leicester going this, into this game knowing that they have to win. They press really high, and it plays right into the hands of Spurs for a counterattack, and the, this game ends in a draw. Okay. I think, I, I'm thinking like a 2-2, two, 1-1 two, sure. one, one draw. Brent, Leicester coming into this kind of desperate. Yeah. Spurs, depending on what happens uh, in the midweek, need this for top six. Yeah. Top six, yeah. for sure. I don't know. I, I have a really good feeling about this. I think Tottenham win. Um, I think it's high scoring. I said that about the last game they played when we lost 2-0. Yep. But I think this is more like a 3-2. Okay. Either way, lots of goals. Lots of goals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I pick a Tottenham victory here. Okay. But Brent, moving on, uh, this is why I said this is just how the ordering is. Yeah. Wolves, Manchester United. Jake, I think Manchester United, now that they have second place, spoiler alert, locked up after the results today with Chelsea mm-hmm. and Leicester. Uh, they play a rotational squad, and I think Wolves end up winning this game. I think that's interesting. I think Man United's rotational squad against an average Wolves team that's still, frankly, banged up um, hit a deadlock, so I'm going to go with draw. Okay. Moving on, we have West Ham, Southampton. Jake, I'm going to go for a West Ham victory in this game. Brent, they need this to get, or any any hope any at top six. Top six yeah. um, one win of the last four games in crunch time. Don't know the results yet about the midweek game. Yeah. Um, by the time this comes out, obviously we will. I think they, I think they blow it. I think they draw. Okay. I think it's one one or two two. This could also our pickup is very close. So yeah, ooh. These mixed picks may be right. Should I be taking this more carefully? Nah, but I'm behind. We this don't know what thing. the score is. Okay. I mean, I think you're in my gut. Sure. Game. Yeah. Um, but hey, this might be the decisive picks. Sure. We'll never know. Sure. Sheffield United, Burnley. Part of me wants to say Sheffield United go out with a bang. With a bang, because you know heads held high. But I just don't – I think this is a draw. Yeah, it kind of has draw written all over it, and that's because it's going to be a draw. Yeah. 
end of story. Cool. Uh, moving on. Fulham, Newcastle. Again, same kind of situation where you think Fulham just beat Manchester United. Or tied Manchester United, I'm sorry. But, um, you know, as you look at the, the history of these teams, Newcastle, safe, Fulham not. I, I think this says draw again, where Fulham have something to play for just because it's their last game in the Premier League. And, and Newcastle don't really have anything to play for there in 17. Brent, this has draw written all over it, and that's why I'm picking a Sheffield victory. Wow. All right. <laughs> Did I throw you off a little bit? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not too much. Not Shaken. Too, not stirred. Got gotcha. you. I feel like that's opposite. But yeah. Uh, wait. Let's say Sheffield. I meant Fulham. Right? Warren Fulham, Newcastle? Yeah. Yeah. Fulham victory. Sorry. Oh. I said Sheffield. You know, you did. I didn't think anything of you it. You didn't? Yeah. So who's sillier, me or you? Yeah. Equally silly. Equally silly. It's probably the whiskey. No, couldn't be. We'll move on to. <laughs> we'll move on to Leeds versus West Brom. Wee, wee, wee. Oh my goodness! Jake, we're kind of going with this trend of the dropping out teams having big performances. Yeah. West Brom lost to Leeds five 0 earlier this season. I think West Brom win this game and specifically. Remember when I shouted out Matthias Pereira as my player to watch? One like time? ten weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. He's my player to watch. This okay. Brent, I think Leeds win 5-0. Okay. The end. Um, but good luck to you. Thanks. Could be a big uh, turning point in the pick'em. We could, we'll see. We'll see. Um, next, we have Arsenal-Brighton. Jake, I'm going to go with the Arsenal victory in this game just because they, their season's over. I mean, they don't have trophies to play for. They're coming off through straight wins. I think they win this game, and I think Brighton were fortunate. Uh, to come away with four points in the last two games. Spoiler yeah. about Brighton. But yes, um, Arsenal, I think they end on a high note. Terrible season. Right, that that's a high note. Um, but, you know, hold their heads high yep. as much as those scum can. Uh, moving to Aston Villa, Chelsea. Gunners, not the- oh, sorry. Is that their thing? The Gooners? Yeah. Gunners. Aston Villa, Chelsea. This is a tough one. I'm going to be honest. It's Chelsea have secured top four. They're getting ready to play in a Champions League final. Right? Haven't they secured top four? Spoiler. Have they? I think so. 60s. Oh, no. They haven't. Because Liverpool have the game Liverpool in hand. Still. hand. So they haven't. So they no. still have to play a full strength lineup. Presumably. Yeah. I was going to say. I think this matters a lot. Yeah. So I'm going to go with a Chelsea victory in this game then. I was going to say a draw before, but I think Chelsea have to perform. No, I think Chelsea have to perform, and they do perform. I keep forgetting that we're right. recording a big right. more games on Wednesday. Um, yeah, no, I think we see them in those important high-pressure games we saw in the Champions League yeah. and uh, against Man City, both in the league and in the FA Cup semis. Unfortunately for them, did not see it in the final. But yeah, I think we'll see it here, and Chelsea come out with a victory. I agree. Villa do have Grealish back, right? He was on the bench last game. We'll see. Uh, I mean, Tottenham, Tottenham play yeah. on this Wednesday that we're. I'd like to see him back. Play the season, uh, maybe just you know he can rest against Tottenham. Like whatever. Here's a quick question: If Kane goes, would you take Grealish in his place? Um, I mean, I would take Grealish. With the, I'm saying like with the funding that you have for him, let's say Kane sure. one twenty. Sure. Take Grealish for seventy, and then somebody else. Sure, 
Grealish for 70 and then uh, Dane Scarlett up top. Academy player. All right. Yeah, the new king. Anyway. <laughs> Any who's in uh, Two more games, Brent. Second to last game, the penultimate game, Man City-Everton. Jake, I think Man City win this game. Everton just seemed to be... Deflated? Yeah. Sure. You don't think they fight for that seventh spot? No, I don't. Thank well, Brent, the only thing I have to say to that is... Uh, oh, yeah! I didn't see that coming, did you, guy? I have an Ev- I have an Everton victory in this game. Okay. You silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Tricks are for kids. Whiskey is for adults, though. Whiskey is for adults. Um, on that same note, Liverpool, Crystal Palace. Yeah, whiskey. Yeah. Um, Jake, Liverpool. Liverpool are kind of rolling, kind of getting their form back. Three wins on the trot. 11 points from their last five games. I mean, you got to take Liverpool in this game to pick up another result. We got to. And I will. Okay. I have a Liverpool victory as well. Jake, uh, can I interject, if I may? Who's your player to watch? Richarlison. Richarlison from Everton. I I just thought about it. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for reminding me. I would hate to look like an idiot in front of all my friends. Are they here? Yep, outside? they're all here. Just don't look around. They're here. I promise. Uh, I always use the whiskey bottle. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's my that's friend. <laughs> but Brent, that's all we have for this next match week, and that's all we have for the 2020-2021 Premier League season. It's sad. It's coming to We've been doing this for a whole season. We have. Crazy, Jake. And for the last time, our fantasy lineup, we have Fabianski in goal, Walker-Peters, Dallas, and Cody in defense. Lingard, Son, Bruno Fernandes, and Rashford in midfield. Watkins, Captain Kane, and Patrick Bamford up top. I love it. No transfers. We don't need it. Sure, we have 0.6 mil to spare. We have two free transfers to use. We're not using them. Do we get to spend that 0.6 mil in our personal lives? I hope so. That'd be nice. Huge, wouldn't it? Yeah. Think of all the equipment we could buy and all the whiskey. I could go get the uh, expensive whistle pig. Whistle pig. Yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. Not the case. But, Jake, we do have one final Jake's bet. We do. Oh, my goodness. I almost forgot. I didn't. You know it's my favorite. I know. You say that, and I appreciate it. Um, Brent, I have a Liverpool over Crystal Palace bet. Parlayed. Surprise, surprise. Exactly. No? Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Parlayed with a Tottenham Leicester over 2.5 goals. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. Where does he fit into the parlay? Um, well, I'm holding his compass right now, and it's pointing right to you. Yeah, I'm what your heart truly desires. It is. <laughs> it's the money that I make <laughs> for Jake's bets. <laughs> it's that 0.6 mil. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, no, that's fair. It's pointing at my phone. Right. Yeah, yeah. no, I get it. I get it, Jake. Well, it's uh, it's been a, it's been an evening. It has um, been the evening. It's sad to think we only have one more episode left before uh, you know things change. We've become a little less consistent with the podcast. Everything changes, Brent. Get used to it. Wow. Yeah. That was. Put that in your fortune cookie and eat it. The uh, isn't it Thor in Avengers Endgame that says the only thing that is permanent is impermanence. 
you would know better than I. Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to say yes. yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, that's just a little Avengers clip to throw in there. Um, you know? Well, Brent, for the uh, last prediction episode right. of this season of PLMPJs. It's not like a normal circle, it's like a freaky, freaky circle. Freaky circle, yeah. No, I got you. Nothing to be afraid of. Little rock paper scissors joke for you. Little Ragnarok references. Um, that's just Brent. I believe this is the only Premier League podcast with a dress code. Also, the only Premier League episode of the podcast with a dress code. Math checks out on that one as well. Make sure you carry the two. I didn't. Still checked out though. So I must have been doing something (laughs) really wrong. It's like when you take those high school tests. Uh, where the standardized tests are, and you don't get any of the four answers, but you just pick the closest one. Answer. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> if I had, a, nick- if I had a nickel for every time that happened, I would have like a nickel. A nickel. Yeah. Um, jammies. <laughs> yeah, that is the dress code. And Jake, we'll see you next week for the final episode. For the final episode. Yeah, no, I was saying, don't worry about it. Bye. Bye.